1: Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines.
0: This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raf on the SGP podcast. Woo!
1: Are you ready?
2: Marks and Smarks. This is the Smart Les Filipinas podcast.
0: You're listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast, this is the Smart Gilas Filipinas Podcast. Stunning Stan C at your service to my right, ravishing Romaran still without Camus. Was he not here last night? He uh, no, last
1: night? Oh yeah, it was just us.
0: Yeah, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's been a crazy week in wrestling, so we might as well just jump into it. Uh oh. Goldberg uh, is probably the biggest news, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people oh, are I'm happy over about it now. It.
1: I'm over it now. Yeah, a lot of people are happy about it. Say, so it was it? Right, here's the thing. All right, let's jump right into it without any foreplay. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool moment when you really look at it, you know, through the lens of a of a mark, which really should be how people should be watching wrestling. And yeah, it's a nice moment. I'll give them that. But in the bigger picture. It would have worked Only if Goldberg and Brock Lesnar Happened In their own little bubble In the WWE universe But Is <laughs> not like that case like They no, both exist in a vacuum No, When I say this I also mean that Brock Lesnar should have been Also living in a vacuum The entire time he was here You know does he not do that no. right now, though? No way. Because a lot of storylines have story lines, no, no, no. They have no championship have... implications. Yeah, exactly. yeah. They don't count towards the bigger picture of WWE's fabric. No, come on, come on. I mean, like when you're tied up doing things like winning the WWE Championship from guys who are actually in here day in and day out, that's not being in a that's not being in your own bubble. At this point, I think I think Undertaker is is one of the uh, wrestlers right now who legitimately, uh, legitimately wrestle in their own bubble. Because he comes back from WrestleMania every year. That's that, and then he leaves. That's that, right? Uh, Before before Brock Lesnar beat John Cena mercilessly for the championship, he you know destroyed Taker, uh, yeah, destroyed Taker inside their own bubble. Yeah, but then you have him, you know, destroy up and coming stars left to right, and then it's not a. It's it's part of the bigger picture. You see it as it's how you were seeing Brock Lesnar now as he was doing that, those things when you, you were seeing his dominant performance, his dominant aura as a way to build up another star in the future so in looking at, at, in looking at it that way, obviously he's within its own bubble you within know, the context of the bigger WWE picture so going back to Goldberg and Brock Lesnar it would have been fine if it were just a sideshow as I said in my Smart Kendrick review, if it were just a special attraction, uh, what was the last special attraction we had? Uh, Brock Shane? Shane Taker? Uh, no, no, not, not even Shane Taker. I said Brock had Shane today, uh, no, not Shane Shane Taker. Taker had its own
0: implications for the. How about Brock Randy from SummerSlam? Because, in a way, special attraction match the in not There's sure, nothing right? on the line. Yeah, yeah, I it, guess. They it branded
1: it as a co branded match. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know, one of the big. Matches from the last decade It didn't happen right Yep Yeah okay sure That's that's That could be counted As a special attraction So Since I don't know And actually no Indeed I don't think It would have been A special attraction Because if Orton won Then I don't know I guess to go to it's How about a, Triple H Sting From last yeah, year Yeah yes Okay sure yes Yes. Because you know, Sting wouldn't have Gotten control of the company If he won right So If it were just that If it were just uh, If it were just a story of two legends duking it out Like two legends which have nothing to do With the current WWE hierarchy Status quo okay, But now, obviously Brock Lesnar destroyed everyone else Destroyed champions Destroyed up-and-coming stars Dean Ambrose And now Goldberg wants the championship Then So all the more we'll There's about bubble Yeah I think um, The way that the match happened Would
0: have been fine If after that Goldberg would have gone away because yeah. so I could still live with the fact now they went for the nostalgic moment mm-hmm. and they gave us the signature Goldberg match, yeah. which is a squash. And I can't say that I know this for a fact because I did not grow up around WCW. Sure, but we've been around enough history to know that that's Goldberg's trademark match. Yeah, right. The squash, and mm. I can live with the fact that Brock Lesnar was very much in on the joke. Because oh yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, this is all a huge swerve from WWE to prank. Everyone People like us Who supposedly saw The outcome a mile away yeah, Sure Now the 49 year old man Was gonna get beaten Victimized And conquered So I can live with that What I can't live yeah. Is the fact now Goldberg and Brock Are taking two spots Away from the Royal Rumble Yeah That really upsets me Because oh, if, you know. if
1: it's setting up Their rematch Fine
0: And sure. it's probably gonna happen uh, It's probably gonna happen At Wrestlemania again Yeah Because they need something To really put 33 over the top
1: <laughs> I guess Yeah
0: Right, I just really hate how they're going about this because each show only gets 15 spots. Mm. So, you think about Raw and how they've got a deep roster, 13 spots na lang yan, dalawap, mapupunta dun sa mm. dun sa dalawang part timers.
1: 15 spots.
0: Oh, ah, sorry, yeah, 15 spots, and then two of them go to the right. part timers. So, yeah. you have 13 for everyone else, and that's not counting the cruiserweights who mm-hmm. are still going to be stuck on Raw. Mm-hmm. So, so there. Um, the, uh, what, what do you think about the argument na. Feeding Brock Lesnar like that to Goldberg virtually undoes everything he did Undoos. since, or, 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 yeah, undoes, or, uh, nullifies the legend and the mythos of Brock from ending the streak to conquering the championship, so on and I so think, forth.
1: Though, no, for one, th- this answer is going to be in two parts. I think, for one, uh, we can chalk it up to a bigger story surrounding Brock, na, saying that, okay, Brock was too cocky, um, he was. Drowning in his own ego. So, yeah. Hubris. All right, that's a good story. Uh, when you take it at face value. But the second part of that whole argument is that... In doing so, you kind of... Uh, invalidate everyone who Brock has destroyed. Even further. Like, oh hey, okay, Now, Dean Ambrose is shit. Now, Randy Orton is shit. Now, John Cena is shit. Because, uh, you know... Apparently, this guy who has, you know, who just took him to town, right? Can be destroyed by two spears and a jackhammer in granted, a minute and
0: 24 seconds.
1: Yeah, granted there is hubris there. Sure. But still, uh the legend could have been more than that, right? So even to me in a, a 49-year-old fucking Bill Goldberg is still better than the entire roster.
0: So given what you said, I think at the y- takeaway At the end of what you said Is
1: problematic pa rin yung ginawa nila. Yeah. I think that's the main problem here. The reason why Everyone saw it as Or most people saw, Or half the people Saw it as A terrible booking decision Is because of that it, it destroys everyone That Brock destroys
0: My issue is Not only did it Destroy everybody It took away from Whoever was supposed To get that rub From Brock yeah, Because uh, for years i had been hoping It would be Daniel Bryan And when Bryan retired I hoped it would be Another underdog Who would have really Benefited from that Lesnar rub And now that moment Has been, uh, has been taken away We don't have that anymore Because of Goldberg But Thanks, my question Goldberg. My question now is What would have been The way to have appeased us What could have worked In its place Because I, I, I've been Trying to think about this Since Survivor Series And honestly I could not come up With something that I would have wholeheartedly Accepted
1: I think it would have pissed off people, regardless. Because
0: yeah, they booked themselves into a corner yeah. by, by doing Lesnar if, versus
1: Goldberg. If Goldberg won uh, because Goldberg won. The marks were happy. That's good. That's Casuals good were thing. happy. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing at all. But if Lesnar won, which would make Smarks happy, it would have pissed off people who wanted Goldberg. Like uh, it would it would just baffle them further. I said, why bring back Goldberg? That's for him to get fed to Brock Lesnar, right?
0: That was what my dad asked me over dinner the night before Survivor Series because we were talking about it all weekend. Yeah. and he was telling me, hindi, hindi, mananalo, "Mananalo si Goldberg. Bakit nga ba nila ibabale kung di naman siya mananalo?" And I was telling him, na, no, this is his retirement uh, retirement yeah. match. He said on Raw, 'Nah, your last, ganon This is his farewell tour.' And in the wrestling industry, people go out on their backs. So I was really confident, and then we were watching it ng sabay. To be fair,
1: naman, and it uh, happened. You probably weren't wrong. Before he signed a new deal for Rumble and Mania Yeah, which Fr- happened on the day of Survivor Series No, not the day I think, it was, I think it was like a few days before Like the week before So Before that, I think they were just really planning to have Lesnar eat Goldberg You know And It's not wrong It's not even wrong I just, I'm trying to think of how How we could go about this Maybe the best way to have gone about this Is to really just Put on a thrilling match eh? Like a thrilling brawl The brawl The match that they Should have had At WrestleMania 20 Put on that match You know Just two titans Slugging it out And whoever wins And Brock should win Fans would go home happy Because they would have At least seen A competitive match What if they're saving That for Mania Because I think Everyone knows
0: by now That Goldberg was not Definitely not in ring shape Heading into Survivor Series Yeah obviously
1: now They're saving it For a bigger stage Uh I don't know if that was the entire plan before they even signed Goldberg for Survivor Series. Uh, obviously, now that's the that's the end game, for sure.
0: All right. So, um, any other thoughts on Goldberg? Because um, I can live with it, but I'm going to live with it begrudgingly. That's um, where that's where my head is at right now.
1: It's funny then, I guess. Uh, they're they've trotted him out at Raw this Monday. And then basically said, "Now, okay, I'm joining the Royal Rumble match just like that. Fine. He won against Brock Lesnar. Sure. And then he's gonna go away until January, which is basically the Goldberg, uh, the Brock modus operandi. Yep. Yep. Pretty much.
0: That's it. He'll he'll show up when he wants to show up. And, um, and at least he better be training. Business wise, I get it." Because yeah. they're after the mainstream attention They're oh. after the casuals And they're the majority Because I think we've discussed this in the podcast uh, In the past Now, people like us will always be there yeah. So they don't always have to appease us But it's the people who are outside Outside that immediate sphere of influence That they need to pull back in mm-hmm. And the way they do that Is through matches like this And through... Publicity stunts Like say Getting Conor McGregor To come over For Wrestlemania Which mm-hmm. isn't really Far from happening Right now Right now, yeah uh, See, Brian Campbell Got to interview The agent e Conor See, Atar and, and he said na, uh, They've made Their intentions clear If Triple H Can show them the money Then they can make Something work <laughs> Whether or not That happens Still remains to be seen um, I, for one Am not too excited About it Mostly because I'm not an MMA fan oh. But just the same
1: I want to see, see You know, how uh, obviously, he's gonna get booed when he comes out. He's insulted the entire business. Fans. I want to see yeah. if they actually put him over.
0: They put Mayweather over, didn't they? Yeah, Against they, big they show.
1: But Mayweather didn't insult anyone. Like he, he didn't
0: insult the business. Was he not a heel at the time, or was he a he baby a face? No, he was a baby face. So they turned him heel
1: at Mania. Oh, so obviously correctly. nobody wanted to cheer Mayweather. Yeah, but he didn't insult anyone. He was just being a dick. Like, he got. He has guys like. I think was Batista. I'm not sure. He has wrestlers. He has Triple H and his entourage. So he's not an enemy of the wrestling business, unlike
0: uh, unlike what McGregor's yeah. portrayed himself to be. Mm. But a lot of people will caution uh, caution people who believe that though, as as that's just McGregor working everybody. Oh yeah,
1: sure, absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, maybe. But he didn't have to say things he had he said, you know, in order to get the heat. Mm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things, saying things that other people should be
0: taking differently How about the revival? Uh, that tweet from Scott Dawson uh, that got the attention from so stupid, but and I, Bubba Ray
1: it's, I find it ironic that it was the veterans who actually fell for it I find it weird because social media is the new
0: playground yeah. for heels to oh, actually stop. Exactly. You see it in Kevin Owens, in Rusev, Jericho Jericho fucking called you out on, on yeah. Twitter,
1: right? I was, you know, I, I we were working each other.
0: Yeah, and I, uh, if that happened to me, I would have considered it a badge of honor.
1: And, and I did, I and Jericho. I did, no, I did. I got Jericho to notice me.
0: Yeah. So I, uh, it, it also boggles me that the veterans got worked by uh, Scott Dawson. Oh, on a minute.
1: Like, I guess it was in the, what he said. He shouldn't. He probably didn't need to say that. That he didn't need to heal it up in that particular manner, but. It, it was so effective for what he was trying to do. Obviously, yeah. Like, put over the revival. His own team. Yeah. It works. It works to me. I Obviously, it works when when the veterans found you know thought he was a dick for saying it.
0: Yeah, they took offense. Uh, Babare was saying, uh, you not only insulted the match, you insulted the people and the writers and everyone working. And I was like, man, why are you so salty? Yeah.
1: Wouldn't you have said the same thing if... You know, Bubba. Uh, if if the Dudley Boys were a thing ten years ago, and Twitter was a thing and we're, back when, then,
0: and when they were up and coming, and really needed that attention. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, so let's let's move to Survivor Series and talk about the matches. Because, hey, um. I think it's unanimous that the best match of the night was the men's match Oh yeah, absolutely Which um, didn't, didn't even get into high gear until like the second half Like the first half was I wouldn't say it was negligible But a lot of it was pretty boring mm. And I needed them to crank it up a notch Which they eventually did But what, 30 minutes in And then shit got good mm. So there are a lot of questions coming out of that men's match One is What are the alignments na Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles? Because when you look at what happened between them, AJ Styles was the clear victim here by a three-on-one assault from the Shield. Second, are the Shield uh, is the Shield reunion actually happening, or no. are they going to keep teasing us with this? Oh. Did you watch Did you watch SmackDown at all? Yeah, I did watch SmackDown.
1: Oh, then yeah. You know your answers.
0: You <laughs> know, uh, so so. Why why though, are we, why though are we tolerating the fact that AJ, despite, making, uh, despite looking like a chump now after losing to James Ellsworth And after getting beaten up by the Shield, why is he still the heel? And why is Dean Ambrose still a babyface despite his true. constant annoyance of Shane McMahon Constant disobedience of the rules true. And teaming up with the Raw guys to screw a SmackDown guy, the team on which he plays I
1: guess they're booking him to be the, the new this-generation Stone Cold uh, you know, give no fucks. Make the other, make the nominal heel look bad. But at the time, because Steve Austin was critically acclaimed in that
0: role, yeah. because it was applicable or it was apropos to the milieu. He, apropos to the milieu. The time they you hear that yourself was, right now. No, 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 it was very appropriate to the time. People at the, people at that time were very anti-authority.
1: It's not. They're even more anti-authority now. They fucking voted Donald Trump.
0: I wouldn't say that I wouldn't I wouldn't say that There's a huge Anti-authority sentiment today That's not the vibe I get from
1: Oh the, it is Promise I promise you By voting Donald Trump That is very much Anti-authority So they voted An outsider To the whole thing An outsider Meaning someone With no political background Yep
0: So okay Uh are you saying that na accurate pareng portrayal the Dean as a babyface towards
2: what's reflective would of society? I wouldn't
1: say that he is a babyface. He's getting uh, well, you know, de facto he's not a babyface. He's, he's being a dick. But uh, I guess when you look at him being chums with James Ellsworth, who was an underdog, that's pretty babyface of him to do, right? Uh-huh. When when AJ Styles puts Ellsworth down, that's pretty heelish, heelish of him to do, right? Yeah. So I guess uh, it depends. He's Very much chaotic
0: good day Right now But how do you reconcile that With say the booking Of Survivor Series Or are we gonna say The
1: Survivor Series Also exists (laughs) in its own vacuum No come on Look it's easy to answer How do you reconcile that It's because AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose Are in a very personal Bitter feud Right I mean like uh, Yeah It This is what I was saying eh This is what I was telling you When we were talking about The Survivor Series build up Last week That It doesn't matter if you're actually playing for the same team If you hate each other Then you will hate each other And then Some people are just going to be immature enough To cross those lines And And you know Stop Shed all the pretense of playing For this team And just go after the person you hate You know what I'm saying That's what makes it realistic to me That's why I bought this you know, This whole thing Yes Dean is a Dean is a bit of a dick here But He hates He hates AJ Styles Alright and so happened that the two members of the Shield were there as well.
0: Coming out of that match, though, I was really upset uh, with the Shane performance because I feel he like oh, yeah. really wasted the spot. Oh yeah um, he, he, was, he
1: was there for the big spots For he, the He was a spot monkey Yeah His his backyard indie spots
0: Yeah So nas- ako. I really wanted Baron Corbin there Or anyone else but him uh, Apollo would have done well Dolph Ziggler Dolph Ziggler would have done well Right? Uh, I Um I like that the sole survivors were Bray and Randy Because now it makes them formidable as a tag team Now that they're going after yeah. uh, the championships Oh yeah, absolutely And uh, going forward in this storyline it's uh, it's totally within the realm of possibility Now they defeat American Alpha next week And then they defeat uh, Beauty
1: and the Man Beast mm. at TLC oh. I think that's a good development uh, That is a good I, I also am behind this development For sure um, uh, The tag team division needs to shake up now It's been a while since Beauty and the Man Beast We're really calling them that Yeah, yeah that It's been, been a be a while since as that. They have won the championships And they're not Doing anything of note with it Like, okay, they're good champions But you gotta shake up the system
0: It's it's kind of what I've, I've been saying about Raw Dine For the oh. longest
1: time nah, I
0: don't want to see them Break Demolition's record oh. Because uh, Yeah I
1: wanted, I wanted Cesaro and Sheamus to win Yeah I'm, do- I'm done
0: With the New Day as tag champs oh. I don't want it to break up Just yet because oh, if you they can still do something with that gimmick. If if say they go after the after the US championship and then they they free bird it, Uh-oh. I think that would be compelling. Yeah. But have them do something else other than hold down the tag division
1: because oh. I think they've They're gone killing as far the tag division. Yeah,
0: they've gone as far as they could.
1: I uh, all right, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, Cesaro and Shameless was should have won this Monday. It was the best time for them to win. They were the sole survivors of their match. And you don't give it to them? What are you waiting for? What if I know this you're waiting to, for an a. For Demolition's record
0: to end eh, Fuck that but, but what if this builds to the club Getting legitimized again As number
1: one contenders eh. And then future tag champs do it, have, with, no, do it with Cesaro and Sheamus You don't need to do it with you know, The New Day you see, It's all the same anyway They're both teams that people are rooting for If you need the, the club to be established as heels As a top heel team It doesn't matter who you do it As long as you do it with The New Day and Cesaro and Sheamus Right, right. Um, Phoenix at this point, parang patapos ng Cesaro Shayma storyline. Eh. Dude, come on. It's not. It, it, if you were priming them for a breakup, it's better to break them up after they've actually tasted accomplishment. Which I agree with. All
0: I'm saying is based on what I see, I think someone in the back has given up on that. Jesus
1: fucking
2: Christ. Because
0: yung, yung contention for the tag championship is now between the club and uh, whoever else they're facing. Oh, p- right? Uh, it's it's the same with say how uh, TJ is at the back of the line again. It's yeah. a cruiserweight division. Yeah. Not that anyone really cares anymore. Cause a- as I told you in private uh, mm. earlier this week, parang white noise lang sa akin, cruiserweight mm. matchups. Right? I so I the problem with the cruiserweights
1: watch. now, okay, I've noticed this after you know viewing so many cruiserweight matches on Raw. The problem is no one understands how to properly book them or probably direct them in the match. Because. When you were watching them on on the, on the cruiserweight classic, uh, they knew how to turn it up in big moments. Eh? But now they're getting what five minute matches, six minute matches. But isn't that the common complaint? No, dude, come on. For no, for even other divisions, the women, yeah. the, uh, the tag teams. But the those, 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 those those other divisions when they get that much time or that little time, they know how to space things out within that it's, it's something you're taught when you're being taught properly in wrestling school, if you are actually learning for someone who knows how to how to structure a match, you get that much time and then you cut out some things and and then just properly pace it. You can still you can still over-dramatize a five-minute match as long as you know what you're doing. And cramming so much action in that small time frame is not the way to do it at all. It just isn't. That's why no one is getting behind the cruiserweights there is no emotional investment Because they're all starting in third gear And they don't stop I really think that was stupid That they had One, they had Baron
0: Corbin interfere in that Yes match. Uh, I thought that was unnecessary yep. Two, I thought it was also unnecessary To keep the cruiserweights on raw When you're eventually going to have 205 Live on Tuesdays yep. Logistically, na so and I pity the cruiserweights because what if Raw and SmackDown the tours they're like yeah. they're on opposite coasts of the US. It's not gonna force these guys to travel from Raw one night to uh, 205 Live the next night. I don't, get where, uh, I don't get how it works logistically, story-wise. How
1: is the ha- how is the canon of
0: Raw going to affect 205
1: Live? Uh, we don't know. No, no. Uh, we already know that Raw can affect 205 Live because uh, the result of the, of the number of contenders match this week will happen on. I mean, you know, the winner of the match gets a shot at 205 Live Yeah, that's Rich Swann. Mm. He gets to face uh Brian Kendrick, Brian Kendrick. for the title. Mm.
0: Yeah, but what about everyone else? I uh, the only Hopefully
1: thing Hopefully they get, you know, Storylines.
0: Yeah, you, you, you know, uh, that's what I'm hoping for. I hope that Noam Dar gets to be a dick again. I mm-hmm. hope that uh, Cedric Alexander gets some sort, time, of, yeah. Yeah, some sort of redemptive arc or something. I hope that Akira Tozawa and Jack Gallagher actually get noticed yeah. by mainstream audiences. Oh, I can't wait.
1: Jesus.
0: Yeah. So that, that's probably the only thing worth getting excited about. Um, last bit, I guess, before we talk to our, our guest for today, uh, Stat Guy Lance. Was the James Ellsworth contract storyline necessary? And now that it's happened, where does he go from here? Uh, where does he go from here in a way that doesn't piss people like us off?
1: Uh, I want him to... Well, first of all, I want him to go to the performance center. But now, I want him to stick around lower in the cart. That's it. Eh? After this whole AJ Dean thing is done, you go down in the cart. Yeah. Um. They should have Taken this episode To advance The AJ and Dean storyline Without the Inclusion of James Ellsworth But since you're there It happened fine Um, Obviously it's gonna end After TLC So yeah So what's the over under Of Ellsworth Staying on the main roster Uh, Over under is After TLC He's gone As in he'll be out Of Smackdown Live no, 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 no. Wait, no, no, no. He's a, he's an anchor. Over under he sticks around six months. Uh, I'm taking the, I'm taking the under on that one. Okay,
0: so he's most likely gonna be in the rumble because he's yep. more over than like half the SmackDown roster. Yep. And kung sinabi mong six months, he's probably gonna be in the Andre Battle Royal come yeah. WrestleMania.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, probably have a memorable spotter. Two. Yeah.
1: Two hands fighting chance. You yeah. Know, you know how it goes.
0: Uh, he'll he'll. Pro- I. I I think he tops out As a Colin Delaney type uh. At best Before he fizzles out Like Delaney or Zach Gowen Once did And then uh, we, yeah. yeah, Next thing you know He'll be back in Maryland Doing you know whatever he used to do
1: I think the What separates him for, From the two But not Zach Gowen Because Zach Gowen was actually pretty good For a one-legged, for a one-legged wrestler But what separates him From Colin Delaney Is that uh, They're not Really wasting him In the story Uh-huh Um They stick to his place, right? Yeah And he's not beating guys He shouldn't be beating To be fair I love the use of Ellsworth
0: No Survivor Series match It was good It was continuity He used his bare hands To hold Braun Strowman Out of the match So yeah, there was continuity And then he got himself Destroyed after
1: Yeah He got it Braun got his revenge It was good booking Yeah So, yeah, Good booking is in his favor Right now yeah and I, you know it, it's lucky for Ellsworth
0: he landed on SmackDown in the first place, because yeah. uh, for all of wWE's uh wrong judgment calls, they were able to get the booking team for SmackDown right okay <laughs> now um, we're, we're not going to be celebrating Thanksgiving. I am actually going to make that decision because I, I hate celebrating American holidays in the Philippines. issues: ah, it doesn't make sense. Well, I'm a, we don't even have pilgrims here. Yes we do. It's called the Spanish. <laughs> They're like, all pilgrims I, I mean the bloody The bloody history Is probably like With the IPs Up north
1: Yeah Spanish yeah.
0: Anyway So uh, and, and besides Why be thankful Just today When you can be thankful Any other day of the year yeah, True So, so uh, With all of that Out of the way Let's go to Stat Guy Lance. Our interview with him When he reviews uh, Suplex Sunday He'll tell us all about What he thought of the show Things that he liked Things that can be improved on Plus A quick discussion On Heckler's Row yeah, That's all on deck So stay with us We're taking a quick break From bitching about the WWE And everything that they did In and out of the ring Right now though We gotta talk about PWR Live Suplex Sunday Which took place A couple Sundays ago Oh boy oh. Uh, We were supposed to have A very special guest But it's not that This guest is Not as no, think, special
1: I, no, no, no 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 I think he's special In a different way
0: oh. Yeah there. Yes I am oh. I think that's the best way of putting it. So please oh. welcome back to the podcast our resident PWR reviewer and our stat guy, oh. Stat guy Land.
2: Shut the Alright, alright. Hey guys, what's up? Long time no Christ! Having
0: too much fun impersonating an orgasming Mickey Mouse.
2: Oh, oh shit. No, Go for you t- <laughs> traitor. You're like a brother to me. Oh. Don't worry about it. Okay. Sick, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll stop. I'll stop. Uh,
1: we might have lost listeners the from there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay.
0: All right. So, uh, Suplex Sunday yeah. came and went, and mm-hmm. apparently, it is the last PWR event of twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. So we broke the news today.
1: The
0: hmm. 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 <laughs> Let's find the people who are accountable. Why? All I know Why? is I Why? can't be accountable because it's only my job to oversee things. Mm. So <laughs> I'm not to blame. All right? Are you sure? Let it be said are you sure? Let it be said That my job description Only explicitly states That I am to oversee The day-to-day operations but, 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 but Of the promotion Was this under your control? It, I'm not responsible for things That are out of my control Especially those circumstances Beyond it So let, let, let's just be clear <laughs> so, no, no, about wait, that
1: wait, So who is responsible for this thing?
0: I have, I have no idea I, Are
1: you going to sell this person out?
0: You know what? I never sell people out I never sell people out, bro It's not in my nature It's not in my DNA To sell people out So Never in my life Have I sold people out I will never sell people out I'm just a fan <laughs> But let what it not be said
1: Alright before, right. before we review To Black Sunday Okay As a fan Mr. Right. Tan Ong Daryl Daryl <laughs> 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 Okay Fucking Daryl Alright right. All Daryl right. I'm gonna call you Daryl from now on Alright <laughs> Alright Daryl Hey what, what is your take on the postponement of all future PWR events until 2017 Like how does this help or hurt uh, The PWR narrative It's momentum From oh, here on out Until right. next month uh,
2: The way I see it uh, It's actually I, I have to look at it two ways I mean as a fan I definitely did not like it Because I was excited for December 3 And to hear the news The, uh, the announcement that it's going to be moved to 2017 Is you know So it's unfortunate of course But at the same time Uh it could, it could lead to good things Because, you know, uh, distance or time Makes the heart grow fonder And maybe this is a good way to uh, I don't know, if it's, if it's a way to improve the uh, I don't know, I don't know the term for this Maybe improve the product Or make uh, additional improvements, I guess And I guess I'll take it
1: Okay, alright, fine That's sure.
0: fair, that's a fair assessment But I just wanted to tell you that It really was not my fault
1: Okay, fine Yes, yes You made that clear Right, I understand You know, you're just You know, you're just You're just just the Mm on-screen Ah, breaking kayfabe
0: here (laughs) 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 Alright, moving on Let's talk about Suplex Sunday And I want to get things From your point of view Like, let's discuss things On a larger scale first How is the show overall?
2: Okay, if I'm gonna be Really honest I think this show Is actually much better Than Renaissance Really? In, In a manner of speaking Because, uh there were I, I don't know I mean I had this different vibe when watching Suplex Sunday and it, it's kinda it ha, it was more enjoyable because of different reasons
1: okay like what? so
2: you know it, it, because of that uh, uh, I don't know I mean there were certain elements in the show like there's something for everyone even the pre-show part was actually very entertaining so right. I, I don't know I mean if you compare if I have to make a direct comparison is that everything had something I mean, I guess that's that's pretty much it Everything had something for everyone Okay As compared to Renaissance, I guess So, yeah I guess it's uh, Yeah, much better
0: Alright, so uh, Sticking with the theme of just looking at things from a macro scale Which matches stood out to you? And uh, as a follow-up Which performers really stepped up their game Compared to previous events?
2: Okay yeah. Pros and muna Then we move Pros. on to okay. cons If there are any Alright I love the YOLO Twins okay. Because they're very entertaining I mean Yo, uh, Johan. Before was I? I mean, there was we didn't know what to make of Johan before. Now with the inclusion of Logan, it's you know there's there's this really good vibe to them. And I want to ask you something. Though. Okay.
1: How do you know it was all Johan? From the time he debuted by himself.
2: Oh, yeah, because they do look alike. That is a very good point. Oh man. Well, I know. oh man. Good we point. Still crabs meme. <laughs> oh man, actually, well. Well, regardless, I guess, you know, it, once you introduce the fact that he he actually has a twin, it's actually more enjoyable now. I mean they they're enjoyable in the sense that they're a really good tag team. Uh, they're a really good tag team in general. I mean they're entertaining. They they're brash, but they're entertaining. And it was it was it was it's good to see them performing in the level that they're in, in the position that they're in. And who else? There's a lot of guys that stood out. Main Max, definitely uh main max, what else can be said? i mean everything was said about how good he is actually and...
0: that's what you're here for you're here to say Yo, these things. What the hell, okay
2: man? yeah i mean but yeah, fine <laughs> all right main max is is pretty much all you all you want from a big guy who's not only you know acting his role as the big guy he's also very flexible he's also very uh athletic he's practically living up to his uh moniker the ultimate hybrid. And that's true Actually yeah <laughs> that's, I would agree That was very true um, Let's see uh, Okay
0: If you can't think of Any performers That stand out individually You can probably talk About the matches Like which matches Told the best stories Or work wise Which ones did you Enjoy the most So really um, You right. can take the lead From there
2: Alright Okay I really like The tag match Between the F4H And the Q-Pulse, Q-Pulse. <laughs> The q <Q-Pulse are, laughs> uh, I guess it's uh, Mike Madrigal And uh, Vlad Sin I like the the chaos is happening. I mean, it all started with a low blow from uh, from Mike Madrigala in the in the showdown. It escalated into this big thing, this major major war between the two sides. And I've always been a fan of uh, Vlad for for a long time, ever since he debuted. And the fact that he's in this <laughs> very intense rivalry. Uh, with uh, the established F4H mm-hmm. is actually something I want to see more it, it's that kind of chaos between two rough and rough and tumble tag teams and oh, sorry uh, also, also see oh, who's this guy again see the tag partner of uh, Joybacks um Miguel Rosales. Wow. I'm sorry. You're I'm. getting sorry. a German suplex for that one. Yep. Oh, man <laughs>
0: Take it to Barangay Suplex.
2: Oh man, no please. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's he singles or tag. He's always entertaining, and you know, uh, you really want to see more of Miguel Rosales uh, as a competitor, as a guy you want to see from the start of them, uh, from the start of the show, middle of the show, or even the main event. He's something you want to see more because he embodies Barangay suplex. All right. That's good.
0: Um any other matches aside from the tag match that really stood out and deserved to say get a shout out, get a mention?
2: Okay. Sandata and Max. Okay. Uh, it's a great match in a in a stiff competitive way and it's actually, you know, it's some it's a really fun match to to uh it's a fun match to watch considering how Sandata's improved over the past months and how max has always been max he's mm-hmm. you know he's, he's a talented guy <laughs> and let's see chino and uh, panzer yeah and uh p- what else can be said i mean chino pretty much improved for the past months as well panzer's also the he's the go-to guy panzer is the go-to guy when it comes to uh big matches big angles and maybe the win that he had over Chino Might mean something in the long term Maybe it's his redemption story uh, Either way uh, Not only is the match really good But the way Panzer won It's gonna Clean, clean And you know it, it could probably lead to uh, to Bigger angles Or maybe even winning a championship match Because after all uh, Panzer is the biggest Choke artist in the History of PWR but uh-huh. what does this tell you? Yeah,
1: is he, is he still choke? Is he just won? Yeah, yeah he just won. So he what just does
0: just that won. tell you? Uh, has that uh, has that victory shed that label effectively?
2: Not yet, but it's a good start. Because of course, you I mean if he has more wins, then I'll probably take him more seriously as a you know as a big time competitor. I mean, in terms of King Reed. and <laughs> either way, I mean, Panzer's always been the guy to go to when it comes to these things. So hopefully this, this new angle Of redemption Could lead him To a to a championship Opportunity Be the face Of PWR someday Probably Alright Now
1: um, Alright So when you've said Your your pros Yeah you set right. that aside okay. so I think now is a fun part Okay yeah, So let's <laughs> talk
0: about the cons um, I'm not even gonna give you Any guidelines so, Like you can probably I Just call them I'm out gonna... Oh, man. Yeah, so go ahead. I'm going to give you free reign. If there's anything you want to talk about that you feel could be improved or that you just need to call uh, call our attention to, then go ahead. Okay. We can take it.
2: All right. Okay. Uh, okay, let's start with the main event. And that is JDL uh, versus uh, John Sebastian for okay. in a Bacolod Bullrope match. I'm not saying it in any way, I'm not saying it's a bad match. In fact, it's actually a good match.
1: For uh, what it is.
2: For what it is. Because you have the. But call it bull rope Which is I think the first time it's ever happened In Philippine wrestling So it's never been done before So definitely there will be some uh, Some parts where it slows down And uh, I I don't know I mean there's probably this vibe That uh, you wouldn't know what to expect From a bull rope match The first one in the Philippines And what we saw is is Something that uh, needs improvement I guess It could have been better it's fine for what it is, and it's you know it's always good to see two guys like you know Sebastian and uh, JDL pull off what they did.
1: You think the match needed blood? It did have blood.
2: It did have blood, but uh, does it need blood? Hmm. Given that they introduced the cowbell in the first place, mm. I think there is. We were expecting you know bruises and blood, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it's because it's the it's Fair a PG show. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's. Sadly But you know uh, It could have been But Yeah I mean we'll just take it for what it is It's the first time it's ever happened It's It's an okay match It's not a like, uh, It's not like a five star match But it's an okay match And it could have It needs improvement The one good thing about it Is that At least there's like a benchmark now mm-hmm. So Any future bull rope matches Can look for Can look at this match And see Where they can improve in the future. I mean, at least you have a benchmark and that's a good thing. Um, hmm, let's see. Uh, oh, right, Nintendo and Kevin, 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 Kevin Skull. Skull. Yeah. I, <laughs> okay, so it's a good thing that Vintendo won and it's a good thing that there's a new face that w- was introduced. Uh, but, uh, for, I guess I explained it before. Uh, the match had some botches and it it really did not live up to the you know to the kind of quality the matches had as compared to the other matches throughout the show. I'm kind so of botches. I wait. Uh, there were times where they kind of st- I, I can't really specify which part, but they kind of stood in the middle, and it 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 feels like they didn't know what they were when doing. They yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, I mean it it's definitely. If, if I, I have to say so myself The least rated match uh, It's the least uh, Yeah rated right a yeah, Rated yeah, yeah. match sure. of the night So hopefully when you know Hopefully he imp- they improve on it Yeah you
1: know? and I think it's a matter of IQ didn't it? It's like if you're in that position No uh-huh. it's a matter of IQ mm. If you're in that position Like uh, Like um, You're You suddenly forget your spots right uh-huh. And it's up to what you think your character would do in that position to do, you know, to do something next. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I guess it's, an, you, know, you know, we've all been wrestling. Uh, many of us have been wrestling for less than a year. Yes, it's years, true. Three years. So, yeah, definitely. You're in main roster boot camp. So, mm-hmm.
2: So definitely yeah. they can improve for sure, and uh, I was really excited for the, the debut because oh, we're gonna have a new face and yeah. see what he can do. So uh, yeah, it, it didn't really live up to the expectations, but it could be better in the future. Oh hopefully. yeah, sure. Yeah, there's always space for that. Definitely, and okay, I I know this. Uh, I'm going to say something about Kanta uh, Terra, okay, because on. of course uh, <laughs> I was thinking, why did he have a short match at. Uh, at Suplex Sunday Then I had to look back In the uh, In the last show uh, Renaissance mm-hmm. And I had to look back In the other shows And you know uh Terror Could have been I mean, I, I know I mean I He could have been better In terms of Being an in-ring performer Especially given uh, That he is At this point uh, I guess a senior In the yeah. In the promotion Yeah okay So You know I guess He's he could uh His in-ring Could have been better And I'm, I'm I'm saying this Because there's like A benchmark In today's performers In PWR no. Yeah And uh, I'm sorry I'm, I'm not You know I'm not uh, Ruffle any benchmark. feathers That's uh,
1: fine Yeah Even, I mean PWR's been around For three years
2: now Yeah So Yeah that's pretty much it I mean KT could have been better And I hope that His singles run Would uh Would Motivate him To become better Yeah And uh let's see yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, and uh, I, I had no idea why Apocalypse was in the pre-show. He could have, should have been in the main show. Facing he, who, though? Facing if, who?
1: If he, if you say that he was supposed to be or he should have been in the main show, yeah. who would he have faced?
2: Uh, yeah, because I was thinking, I mean, look, he, he kind of wrecked Panzer in the last show, in Renaissance. I mean, he made him bleed. And now he, he suddenly ends up in the pre-show, so... Why is he in the pre-show now? I was thinking he's a really good performer. Mm-hmm. He he knows his role and he's a he's very talented for what it is. And to be sent to the pre-show also suddenly is actually kind of baffling. But as to who he should be facing, I was thinking he would have a rematch with Panzer to be honest. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is.
0: All right, now I, w- I want to take this time out to actually ask you about this because you are uh, a-, a part of this really loud section of PW <laughs> no. fans. Oh, no. No. <laughs> this, this, this question, this discussion is going to be a little bit meta, okay? Right, and I think you can handle no, that. Ay, but so I want to ask you about Heckler's Row. All right, Because okay. right? you gave so, yourselves yeah. a name, and let's call a spade a spade. Heckler's Row does
1: its best to get itself over more often than not.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: I, th- I think, though, that. It's not intentional in what they're trying to do. It's like, okay, yeah, they are inadvertently getting themselves over, but Mm -hmm. in the end, though, when you really boil it down, they're really just, you know, expressing themselves.
2: Yes, I suppose. Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 go, go, go. go. All right. I I guess, in a manner of speaking, everyone has its own way of. of uh expressing themselves as fans I guess. Yeah, you
0: like the sensui of PWR fans. You've got multiple
2: personalities. Oh my god. <laughs> but I guess it's the thing about uh the PWR fans. I mean, and, and not just Hikaru so in general because uh over the years ever since I had my first show in the first ever PWR live, uh everyone's very um, you know, enthusiastic and you know, they're very loud. They love the product that you're seeing. Uh, given that they're around for like uh a few years two years or something or one year uh knowing that there are a lot of fans who are passionate about the product is actually something good to see although definitely there are times that uh you know the that the uh what do you call this the the excitement or something could have been a little controlled definitely
0: but what does it say to you say as a as a part of Heckler's Row that, uh yeah you, you get yourselves over to the point That people recognize when you are there And, and I'm, Nintendo I'm... <laughs> actually
1: acknowledges you
2: yeah, okay. In to, canon To be honest, I did not expect that at all But I guess it's one of those uh, I, I mean, eventually this particular group Hector's Room uh, They love to see they, they love to chant because they love what they're seeing But at the same time uh, It could have been also uh, I guess Control, But nonetheless uh,
0: But is there An huh? agenda That's That's my question Like when you guys Come in as a group Is there an agenda Or a goal It's like you know, It's, it's
1: kind of like you know, It's kind of like uh, Those um, Recurring WWE fans In the audience Like Frank the Clown <laughs> yeah, Frank, Frank the, clown, the fucking yes. clown What is his agenda I mean, Or Sanga. sign guy Sign guy Yeah is he sign guy, You know he's there To make creative And display creative signs Or the guy with The I Hate Cena shirt but, really? you know, so fucking Frank the Clown is there <laughs> dressed as a clown What is his agenda? Obviously, to get noticed because he's wearing a fucking clown costume And that's how he got Noel Foley That's true
0: But in your case, mm-hmm. what is Heckler's Row? Uh, what is the agenda of Heckler's Row?
2: I think the thing about that is that Heckler's Row had its, um, I guess, humble beginnings
1: Humble Humble, I guess
2: because, uh, Sure, fine yeah, because we started uh, as fans. I mean, me and two friends came in to the first PWR uh, PWR live, and we we love what we saw. And eventually, we continued uh, joining, and then we managed to bring in some friends because uh, you know they la- uh, you know they they didn't know that there was a professional wrestling promotion in the Philippines. Sure, and so
1: exciting they are,
2: Yes, <laughs> so eventually, I guess uh, I guess the best way to put it is that they have this unique way of expressing their fandom and also but I guess that's it eh? everyone has their own way of doing it one's very noisy the other is I mean You know It's hyped I guess But
0: you haven't answered My question Like are you guys out To get a specific reaction From the crowd Are you guys out To get a specific reaction oh, From the boys I think in he, the back no, I, no, 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 no. I think he answered it I think yeah.
2: he just Want to express uh, themselves. Yeah but I guess uh, To make it more specific I guess It's a uh, No There's no agenda Because
1: They're just out there To have fun Yeah.
2: Just but now
1: though <laughs> How that <did> you actually <laughs> Branded yourselves and have okay. a logo and everything, okay. and a
2: shirt. The mar- okay. marketing professional out there. Okay, that one is not my idea at all.
0: <laughs> I like how you're washing your hands clean. Oh are <laughs> Although,
2: these
1: circumstances also out of your control? Thank you, Alanis.
2: <laughs> well, I didn't have any control over that. Although, as friends and longtime friends uh, of uh, of them collectively, I will support them because that's how what friends do, I guess. Although, I of course, there are times that. Uh, you know the, uh, the heckling Quote unquote, would be, Could be moderated But otherwise You know I'm here to support Alright as we're friends For a long time
0: so. Alright Fair enough um, Is there anything else No from no, no 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 One, yeah. last question, sir. Okay. Okay. One last
2: question About Heckler's Role Yes yeah. about Heckler's Role Alright
1: What do you feel though About the I guess Imposters <laughs> And second rate <laughs> Trying hard copycats That you have inspired By being so loud And evocative
2: Hmm Actually the thing is
1: So you know what I'm talking about You know like There are other people Who try to do what you do But aren't really that good
2: uh, Okay uh, I guess the, the way to answer that Is to compare with the first time We experienced a PWR show uh, When we were at the first show I actually wanted to observe how it is and you know there are a lot of yeah. Th- there were
1: there were hecklers that weren't you guys and some of them are just downright rude
2: yeah there, some of them are very rude I mean why do you chant botchamania when someone didn't even do a botch right yeah exactly <laughs> but for them I guess I guess you can say if you're going to chant something might as well chant something creative with, uh, one creative and two within the realm of the story that's happening I mean you don't want to do it because you just want to, you should well, be doing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Within the realm mo- of the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys have a moral code. <laughs> at least, yes. at least a code of ha- honor. Yeah,
2: we don't want to like chant uh, rude chants. And, you know, I mean. There oh, are... What do
1: you mean you don't want to chant rude chants? Hold on. And, and, fucking chant and press to I mean, get I mean, his dick out. No, also, no, also,
0: <laughs> can I just say this? You say that you don't want to chant things that will uh, veer away from the story.
1: You guys cheer for a clear heel in Chino Ginto. And you guys cheer other heels When they try to be Chino But they're not actually as dickish as Chino How is that not <laughs>
2: veering away from the story? And how does that uphold this honor code That you speak of? <laughs> okay, we love Chino Because he's No, that's not answering the question Okay, fine Alright uh, What's a good way to put it? Uh, well, to be
1: honest with you, The yeah. reason why San asked that Is because yeah. you say this now But you're actually uh, it, One way or another Distracting from the actual story I mean, you know Maybe you didn't intend to Maybe you just wanted to have fun But that's kind of how it is sometimes When I observe you guys uh-huh. uh, Doing what you do
2: Well, I guess In that particular case uh, Of course, there's going to be some chants That are going to be Yeah Unexpected like Sure, out <laughs> Yes <laughs> But We believe that when we make chants It should be within I mean of course, there could be some unexpected chance, I and mean, that's the thing about collective uh, collective group. Someone could bring up something, uh-huh. the others could bring up another thing. So I guess it's it's this weird way of uh, I guess I, I can't really explain much. Uh, it's this weird way of supporting mm-hmm. the fans in a yeah in a way we can't really. I, I, guess, I guess
1: I guess so no. No, to, to, I guess to you know to give you guys the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. I guess we can say that at least when you guys do your thing no matter how distracting it can be at least in the end you can still say that it's all in good nature
2: yes I um, actually won't go as far as I think it was terminus. there
1: are people who come to the shows and really like I was saying Canada, who are just plain rude and just you know are in there I guess for one reason or another they're, be- they're not feeling entertained or amused so yes. they just say the rudest thing they could say to get themselves over and they oh, hear, they hear the sound of their own joke
2: yeah that's the thing uh, in our case there, there may be some heckling in our end sure but by the end of it we are fully invested by the oh, yeah, that's every, everything that's going on that, uh, yeah, that eventually uh, we really get you know, invested in it although we have our I guess weird way Of expressing right. our love <laughs> I guess But you know, I guess The thing about it Is it's better to have A wild crowd Than a tame crowd I guess
1: But still like I said I mean like, how, like What do you say though About those
2: You have inspired Oh for them Okay uh, I hope they don't they, I mean They don't have to Like insult people Just because They feel like it
1: because they
2: or think they're yeah, Better than Oh maybe I'm better than The, the guys who are competing In the ring Oh
1: so many people Yeah like a that. lot of them
2: So <laughs> Lul new yeah, Lul I mean, The posers Basically I'm not even a wrestler For God's yeah. sake But uh, I do appreciate Everything that's going on And because of that You know I mean We have a unique way Of expressing our love I guess But at the same time uh, It gets <laughs> I mean it gets, it gets really wild Sometimes I guess Okay. All right,
0: all right. Okay. Uh, now, with all of that being said, mm-hmm. let's go back to the show. Okay. And um, I guess what I wanted to ask was: Are there any other things you feel need to express or call out about the show, or are there expectations you want to express to uh, you know the people who put the shows together?
2: Okay, I actually love the Suplex Sunday idea. It, it's unique. It brings families together. In fact, there are a lot of families there. And <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: sorry, families, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it, it, it's a very interesting idea. At least she
1: like spunk on a, on a chick's face. So
2: <laughs> it's actually a fun idea to have suplex Sunday or something of that nature. Uh, it has so, huh? sorry, a second, yeah, 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 right. oh, okay. And uh, uh, we have suplex Sunday. It's, it's a Sunday afternoon, and I'm actually shocked at the fact that there's a lot of people lining up for it as compared to the to previous shows because you know there's actually a lot of people who are available on a Sunday afternoon so
1: you imagine that
2: <laughs> so whoever came up with the idea you know kudos you 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 did great in Coming up with this Sunday idea Although of course There's nothing like A Saturday night But you know There's always a good alternative
0: Let me ask you uh, About the disparity Between the Sunday shows And the Saturday shows Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess We can probably Wind down after this Okay Um, If you notice The Saturday shows Were a little bit more No holds barred Uh, F-bombs would fly around Mm -hmm. Uh, People would be Flipping the bird endlessly Mm -hmm. And uh, as you noticed On on, uh, Suplex Sunday People uh, the performers Myself included Really tried our best To keep it as PG As possible um, wh- What does that tell you As a fan And how do you respond to that
2: uh, As a fan Me Individually Yes uh, Me I'm actually appreciative of it Because eventually You're gonna have all these uh, Again These families this new, the, the new market If you will uh, This new market coming in And they wanna See a great show But sometimes Some of the children might be afraid that children, the, the children, the the young and innocent children. Uh, I mean, they have a lot of wrestling heroes, and it's it's new for them to be seeing all these wrestling heroes in the Philippines.
1: you that J D. About that, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, people legitimately hate John Sebastian. Yeah, that's true. I can <laughs> actually
0: <laughs> remember the name of the girl. I believe her name is Rachel. Which girl? The girl who cried when. Oh, okay, right, When right. J D. Yeah, lost. But
1: that, you know oh. more than that. You know.
2: Wow. Okay. People
1: legitimately hate John Sebastian, which I guess makes him a better heel than Chino Ginto.
2: Wow. Okay. That that puts things in perspective. <laughs> Damn son. <laughs> but yeah, I mean to see these, you know, these this new market get exposed to uh, to these new heroes, if you will. That's a, that's a great thing to see because you know it gives hope. That prof- 2016 is a great year for professional wrestling, so might as well let the the Philippines know that there's another uh, there's a wrestling promotion here and they can look up to those heroes here in the Philippines. So, we're gonna with them, this.
1: I think the, that part of the world, the country, knows that we exist <laughs> and we also know they exist.
2: Yeah, and, and maybe it could lead to something bigger, something uh, you know, I mean, something bigger in the future, we don't know, but. You know, it's something. It's definitely something to look forward to, as you know, as a long-time fan, hoping that all these new fans come in and check it out.
0: All right, now before we let you go, Stat Guy Lance, because we know you're busy uh, looking for your next pun. (laughs) <laughs> I need you to give Suplex Sunday a rating It's up to you If you're going to use The alphabetical scale mm-hmm. A plus A so, so on and so forth Or if you want to use The Sonsi House of Longanisa oh, yeah. oh
2: man That's easier actually oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Wana, e, Give it a tier uh, uh, Regarding the whole show Longanisa tier wana. Yeah
2: yeah, It's easy The top tier
1: You're not Yeah
2: honestly Because
1: And I'm hungry <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm legitimately hungry Yeah so am I <laughs> Because it's really you uh, hit up after, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, because it's. it's I mean, it had something. Yeah, it even explained the whole trabajadores yes! thing. Yes, I mean. Oh, you
1: didn't say anything about this? Oh, I'm
2: sorry, I didn't. I forgot to say something about this. I mean, I mean, sometimes you like. We prof- want everything to make sense, and they actually made this one have sense, because you wouldn't even expect that. Uh, that this whole trabajadores jobber thing actually would lead up to the fact that there's a okay okay here fuck it a fucking council council of trabajadores as in fuck really there's a council of jobbers and, and, and they're explaining hey, that
1: they are not jobbers they are laborers and oh. that's not just a council
0: it's a union that's oh, where they God. share their feelings <laughs> <and> the crisis. <laughs> That's where they've They have
2: elders and everything. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they've see,
0: got a hierarchy.
2: Yeah, but exactly. I mean, they have a supremo uh, who actually represents all the all of them. Only to who introduce, we should have on this
1: podcast, by the way, soon.
2: Yes, and <laughs> only to introduce us, there's actually a mega trabajador called Trabajador Maximo who is like the, supposedly well, the oh, not,
1: not since Survivor series.
2: <laughs> but, I mean, after that, he, and, uh, of course, besides the fact he got. One shotted by Kanta Terror. I mean, the thing is, there's a, there's now this this new reality that, that there there's a new reality, the new area that there is a council that exists, and this council there is a fucking
1: Twilight Zone.
2: Yeah, but I mean, there's this is Lucha Underground shit, and and that's and that's yeah, cra- that's crazy, and it's fun. It's it, what makes professional wrestling fun.
0: Is this a type of material you think would only? Uh, hit the minds of
1: creative after a bong or two. Definitely. No, but um do you think this actually could, you know, fly uh with the audience?
2: Well, initial based on the initial reaction, it actually
1: like, even more absurd shit,
2: right? Yeah, I mean I mean if if it works in Lucha Underground, <laughs> I mean surely. As as long as it's uh it's it doesn't insult the intelligence of Oh sure, yeah Definitely. I don't think it
1: does <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. they are jobbers after all Yeah,
2: I mean, it's great And, you know, hopefully they'll It'll lead up it to something But otherwise, I love the whole trabajador uh, Council of Trabajadores thing And, you know, more of them, please
0: All right and with that I guess we can let you go. Thank you very much that Guy Lance Thank for you. reviewing Suplex Sunday and you. you know like always it was a pleasure having you on the podcast.
2: Thank you very much. I'm, ha-
0: I'm happy we got to
1: grill you know,
0: someone from Heckler's Row. Yeah. Yes, and that there were barely any puns. Thank you. Oh, right. No, 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 no. It, end it now, <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you very much once again to Stat Guy Lance for coming over and reviewing Soup Like Sunday with us. Before we officially end this week's podcast, we've got to talk about our picks of the week. And since we weren't able to talk about Takeover, and one of us is including Takeover in there, so we might as well talk about it.
1: Okay Well, yeah, you, you can go first. Fine. What were you gonna? Well, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll take it anyway. Pick of the week. Uh, I'm going to say the Tag Team Championship match. Um, it was the best moment for DIY to finally win the championships. Um, it was well done. Absolutely well done. These guys do not know how to put on a bad match, especially with, with each other, right? Yep. Uh, I wish, the minor nitpick, they ended the match after stealing Shatter Machine. Yeah. That would have been the best finish ever. Yeah, yeah. But it yeah. worked for it So it's all good. I love the double tap out.
0: Yes It was fun Um, In a way It was mm. sobrang cathartic Because Dash and Dawson Yeah So seeing both of them Tapping out to both uh, Gargano and Champa Was pretty poetic So that was good my pick of the week would be the men's Survivor Series match, at which we talked about in Hanina. So, uh, since we still have a couple of minutes on the docket, let's talk about Takeover and mm. how uh, how still a better show. Yeah, it, it was a better show overall than Survivor Series. We haven't talked about the women's Survivor Series match, and that's eh. mostly because it was so
1: messy. Yeah, and I'm that's why it went off first. So sorry, we I know we had uh, women's main event at the last show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah And I was gonna say now, Ro has a better eye For spotting things in the ring That a lot of people Don't necessarily get to call out But even I was able To, th- to feel that okay. This it's is really messy It's not hard
1: for that You know It's not hard for you To see what went wrong In
0: that match Yeah exactly That that was the point I was trying to say now, Uh they didn't make it hard For me to spot How messy that match was So um, that says a lot About how Women's wrestling May have uh, elevated this year Especially But with though, the young that talent. doesn't mean that no. it, it doesn't mean That it's like that Across the board yep. That match. Really exposed how huge the gap is Between the likes of Charlotte and Becky Lynch And Sasha to an extent And
1: the likes of say Alicia Fox or uh, Naomi Some of them are good But to put them in a match like that That demands uh, a lot of overbooking And a lot of good timing A lot of accurate spots Accurate placement A sense of coordination uh, they need some improvement on that So it was a good call To have them open the show I guess Because so you get them out of the way And so yeah. you don't set the bar Too high for them To make it hard for them to clear But maybe uh, uh, It was good that they went first As the first Survivor Series match But maybe the Either the Cruiserweight match Or the Intercontinental Championship match Should have gone on first And then Just so we don't start the show With a little of a sour taste Yeah um,
0: Really quickly about the Nikki Bella angle do you think it was Carmela or Natty? Because if you think it was Natty, that was the easiest logical connection. To I don't make. know.
1: Eh. Uh, it's stupid because they didn't really advance this week. Yeah, that's also true. Uh, no, no, they did because Nikki Bella was going
0: after Carmela. But uh. you could tell that Carmela was genuine in her denial. Uh. Uh, the way I yeah, could probably put
1: it together, Natty.
0: Yeah, it's probably Natty because si Nikki who Natty to get that spot yeah, in the captain. It's so obvious, yeah.
1: Diba? If they're setting up Natty to be an uh, even bigger heel in the division, great. Okay, I'm all for this. Yeah. So at least, my uh, at least there was a story that mattered that they were able
0: to uh, push forward beyond, say, the main event storylines. Now, going back to Takeover, um, I love the Asuka Mickey match. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was really, really fun. And the minute mus- uh, you musically Mickey, the, the minute it hit, I, that's when I realized how much I missed her. Um, mm. She she didn't look like she was a step slow, but then again, that's because she's been active the month of her time away. Uh, so it didn't make sense to me when the fans chanted you still got it Because it's not like she was
1: gone like Goldberg uh, Well, she did get pregnant and she did have, just have a baby So I think that might have been what they were referring to I remember but how And then you yeah. also consider that she is uh, at least a 10-year veteran in the business It's her 10th year in the WWE really? I mean Oh yeah, yeah.
0: she debuted in, yeah, in WrestleMania
1: 22
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. tama. Right. I
1: mean uh, by WrestleMania 22 So she was there in 2005 and yeah, you know, yeah, but before that, she'd been active not about like one or two years. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: After the, the stint in porn, absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, but, stint but the, porn the thing with Mickey James was looking at her right now, See, looking at, at her figure, it's hard to imagine that there was a time when you know they were explicitly calling her Piggy James, yeah. So, uh, you know, shame on WWE for shaming her like that. Uh, let, let's let's make that clear. No, so the
1: heels were doing it anyway.
0: No, but it's not Because it still sends uh, The way that it came off At the time Still had the subtext That it was a message That the brass was telling her Okay So if you had that Subtext come into play It was really still Very offensive But right. going back to Asuka versus Mickey I like how she, Asuka didn't look As unbeatable Compared to her Previous matches um, I'm not sure if Bailey gave off that vibe. Na in tipong she could believably defeat Asuka but with Mickey, even though you knew Mickey was going to lose, she really put up a performance that mm. would have been believable if if she'd won. So that's that, that's something I think should
1: be yeah. should be commended. Um, the best uh, good choice to not go with Trish Stratus <laughs> for sure. Yeah, because Trish would have been the Goldberg
0: of the women's division. Yeah, because uh, cause Trish has been retired since '07, right mm-hmm. So there. Um what else should be we, Well obviously Samoa Joe won the championship yeah. and Interesting choice Yeah uh, I called it last week by the way Before you corrected me <laughs> Because I, re, I, I sincerely believe That this one is not going to end soon And uh, they announced this week on NXT na the rematch is going to be in Osaka in two weeks mm. Do so, you think
1: going uh, he's going to win it back? Probably Because it's Osaka It's in Japan Okay So there uh, Where's Nakamura built from anyway? Where's Kyoto Where is Lance When we need him? He's,
0: from, he's built from Kyoto okay. he, he actually lives in a suburb uh, Just outside of the city proper Okay, alright And I know this from The Talk is Jericho podcast yeah, so they,
1: don't, they don't say that in NJPW They don't bill you From where you're from Ah, I didn't know that I, Well, that's because I never cared to listen
0: Right, so so there uh, Osaka and Kyoto Are just one hour apart anyway By Bullet Train So ah, major so hometown hero Major hometown parin. Okay, alright yeah. So there Alright so that's That's the Joe and Nakamura deal uh, The Dusty Finals Obviously went to uh, The Authors of Pain Which is
1: Well deserved Best yes Best Best decision ever I'm off for Paul Ellering Why?
0: Because he was suspended Above a shark cage so In what? a shark cage It was moving While oh, he was inside He was locked
1: Still He's 63 years old dude uh, It wasn't that It was, To be fair It wasn't that high From the ring but eh. yeah, yeah.
0: I'm 26 If I was there I would be scared Oh shitless. yeah absolutely Me too So imagine if you're 63 I don't care if you're a former NASCAR driver And a professional wrestler
1: I'm But you know Props to Paul Ellering For putting up with that shit Did you know That they actually did that match Because of the toy? Yes yes Jesus fucking Christ yeah. You know They set it up Because of the toy I <laughs> When I saw the video but So yeah. parang, I guess somebody Pitched the toy what and anyong ano partnership natin with this toy with this hey, shark cage? Let's put Paul Ellering inside. Jesus, <laughs> somebody has oh, been hey, too Paul much. Oh, hey, Paul Ellering weed. actually did this before. Yeah, yeah, they built on the history, diba? Right? Uh, I guess props for continuity, pero I don't know how it happened. Somebody has to have the story and how that went down. I don't know hit it nila, pero I want to have some of that stuff to be that creative. <laughs> oh God.
0: Anyway uh, I guess that's uh, that brings me to Wait I, I gave my pick of the week That brings us to the end then Of yeah. uh, episode 141 Of the once ranked 14th uh, Best
1: sports and rec <laughs> Oh my podcast. god Is that how far we've fallen yes. Now we have to say it As once ranked 14th
0: Yes The once ranked 14th Best podcast In the sports and rec section Thank you very much Um uh, We'll catch you probably At the next PWR event Or on next week's podcast So thank you for For staying with us And for Continuing to support Local wrestling And if you have Anything you want to tell us Anything at all You know where to find us We are on Twitter At Roe At Caveman Camus For Camus who isn't here And at Underscore Stan C And with that We are out of here Peace Glorious
2: No I won't give in, I won't give in till I'm